and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. If you've been following Starting Right over the last while, you know that once a week or so, I like to get in there and talk a little bit about music and some hymns or some new worship music. I believe that our music in the church and our music as Christians is essential for our lives because music touches us in a way that simply reading words cannot. I enjoy music that pulls on my heartstrings, that draws me again, that reminds me of a promise, that reminds me of a way that God worked and touched and moved in my life. And I really believe that those kind of things are important. Well, this morning, again, I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at an old hymn. This one goes way back again to 1863. It was written by a doctor by the name of W.P. McKay. And this is his story about how he became a Christian. He says, My dear mother had been a godly, pious woman, quite often telling me of the Savior. And many times I had been a witness to her wrestling in prayer for my soul's salvation. But nothing had made a deep impression on me. The older I grew, the more wicked I became. One day, a, a seriously injured laborer was brought into the hospital. This case was absolutely beyond anything that I could do to help him. He was fully conscious and recognized what condition he was in. He asked me how long he would last, and I gave him my opinion in as cautious a manner as I could. Have you any relatives whom we could notify? I continued. The patient shook his head. His only wish was to see his landlady because he owed her a small sum of money. He also requested that the landlady send him the book. I went to see him on my regular visits at least once a day. What struck me most was a quiet, almost happy expression constantly on his face. After the man died, some things about the deceased's affairs were to be attended to in my presence. What shall we do with this? One nurse asked, holding up the book in her hand. What kind of book is it? I asked. The Bible of the poor man. As long as he was able to read it, he did so. And when he was unable to do so any more, he kept it under his bed cover. I took that Bible. I looked at it in disbelief. Could I trust my eyes? It was my own Bible, the Bible which my mother had given me when I left my parents' home, and which later, when short of money, I sold for a small amount. My name was still in it, written in my mother's hand. With a deep sense of shame, I looked upon the precious book. It had given comfort and refreshing to the unfortunate man in his last hours. It had been a guide to him into eternal life so that he had been enabled to die in peace and happiness. And this book, the last gift of my mother, I had actually sold for a ridiculous price. Be it sufficient to say that the regained position of my Bible was the cause of my conversion. It was just a few short years after this event that Dr. McKay was sitting in his study. He'd taken up the hobby of writing poems, and he came across this verse in Psalm 85 and verse 6. It says, Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? He thought that over. He wrote it down and began to play with it in his mind a little bit. And the phrase, revive us again, struck a chord deep within him. He worked it a little bit more, and soon he had put together the poem with four stanzas and a chorus. And before too long, with the help of his friend John Husband, they put together this beautiful old hymn that's been sung for the last 160 years. 
Revive us again. The last verse says, Revive us again. Fill each heart with your love. May each soul be rekindled with fire from above. What a powerful cry out to God to revive us again. Fill us with that fire. Fill us with that passion. All of that because his mother had been faithful to him, had been praying for him, and she had planted God's word into him through this Bible. And then even when he gave it away, it came back to him. And when it did, it changed his life. The power of God's promises and God's word will change people's lives. Have a great day, my friends. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack. 